Welcome to the Beer Podcast. My name's Nick Mins. On tonight's podcast, we are going to look again at health anxiety. So this is part two. And tonight, I really wanted to kind of touch on the emotions, the physical sensations, and just your kind of general feelings while you're going through health anxiety. Um, I think one of the things that I've always suffered from with regards to kind of just a generalised anxiety, is that I kind of feel sometimes that, you know, I feel like I want to retch. I feel like I, you know, I want to be sick. I don't feel sick, but I feel like, oh God, and you know, it's like a nervous retch. Um, health anxiety, for me, makes you feel so different. For me, I remember just feeling utterly... Um, just petrified of pretty much everything around me. I remember feeling that, you know, I was waking up in the morning. I think to myself, is today the day? You know, is, you know, oh, what's that ache? What's this? What's that? You know, I think one of the things that really tipped my health anxiety over the edge was my issue with my um elbow so on my my elbow injury it wasn't a very pleasant injury to say the least um i'll explain a little bit about what happened with my elbow is i went on a goalkeeping course while i was on that goalkeeping course i fell and i banged my elbow when i banged my elbow um there was a a lump that formed on the kind of right on the elbow bone funny bone if you like um but it hurt every time i put pressure on it when i then as the day went on it got bigger and bigger and then it began to get real angry and when i say angry i mean it got really red really red um my arm swelled up to about I think at the end of the I did it on the Saturday Sunday I went to the hospital got some antibiotics they just didn't work they just weren't strong enough so it was fighting but it just was not strong enough by the end of day uh, when I went in on the Tuesday Wednesday time my hand was it basically like I was wearing some sort of boxing glove it was about three times the size of my normal hand Um, felt like it was on fire all the time and it really scared me. There was talk that they were talking that there's a possibility that I might develop sepsis because it might spread to my lymph nodes. If it was to spread to my lymph nodes, it could be distributed all around my body. So I was also on like high amounts of painkillers, high amounts of um, antibiotics, intravenous, and yeah, it was a very very scary time. And it makes you question everything. It, it really makes you kind of start questioning what you've done in your life. Have you told everybody that you that you know and that kid that you care for, how much you love them, and you know what if what if I don't get to go home? It it, it really does go through your head, and it, it kind of makes for a very traumatic experience. When I came out of the hospital, and that's when I really started to realise. 
like how big a psychological effect it had on me. My my thought process was very different to what it's normally been. I've always been a bit of a catastrophizer, but I've never almost questioned, oh my God, I'm, I'm afraid of death. I'm afraid of dying. And that for me was one thing that really came to the forefront. I started, you know, if I was to say walk by a chair and glance my elbow, I'd check it religiously for maybe two and a half, three hours a day, you know, just prodding it, making sure, you know, comparing sizes, making sure they haven't swollen up, making sure that they're, that they're okay. And it, it was just so exhausting because you kind of start questioning everything that goes on in your life. I really told many people this. So it's kind of like new for me. But I haven't dealt with bereavements either. And one bereavement in particular which really had an effect on me. And I think because of the state of mind that I was in. Was my Uncle Bob. Now when my Uncle Bob passed. It was so sudden. And because I'd always kind of viewed him as quite a. A strong personality and. You know, one minute he's there, and the next minute he's just not. It didn't really make much sense. And plus of the way that he he passed away as well. I started, I'd lay in bed on a night, and if I had a pain in my chest, I'd be like, oh my God, what if I go to sleep? What if I don't wake up? What if I die, you know, in my sleep? You know, have I told, you know... My wife that I love her. Have I told my children that I love them? Have I told my mum? Have I told my brothers? You know, my auntie, my uncle, all everybody that means so much to me. Have I told them how much you know they mean to me? Um, and it it was getting to the point where it was just it was tiring me out. It was making me feel like so low. Like, so, look, I remember one night just sitting on the edge of the bed. I remember almost, like, clawing at my head because I just wanted the thoughts to go away. Now, it was almost like scratching my head, just like, please, I just want the thoughts to go away. Um, And it is a very... It's a very, you know, debilitating feeling that you feel like you've got no control. And it's stuff that is regards to your health. Do you know, you, you can get a cold and think, oh my God, what is this? Especially with COVID being out, it really kind of amplified it for me. When COVID started, I couldn't even go around the shops. And I've always been very much uh, an open person to go from, you know, around the shops. And it made me nervous. Couldn't go around shops properly for ages, you know. I remember running around once, spending about 45 quid, getting back to the car, and the wife saying, oh, what did you buy? I was like, I don't know. I can't honestly tell you. I think I just run around almost like I was playing bloody supermarket sweep, you know, just pounding stuff in, get to the, you know, who's around me, 
the close, have they breathed on me? Is my hand sanitised? Have I this? Have I that? And it was just like spiralling. It, it made me extremely socially nervous as well. And I've never really been a socially nervous person. But it definitely had some a kind of social um, impact on me. I've always been very close to friends, very close to, um, you know, people that who I've, uh, I work with at the football team and stuff, and it it as you know, I I've had times where I've withdrawn, not gone places, because I feel like if I stay at home, I'm safe. So that's another way it affects you. It doesn't almost affect your emotional side of things and affects the way that you feel about health and you know you're looking for physical sensations oh you know why is that painful well it's going to be painful if you prodded it about 100 times it's all the different things that come with it it's the psychological side of things where it affects the social psychology you know one one time i was like really open to do everything now i'm very closed even now i think it's definitely um, especially COVID has made me especially very um, how can I put it I'd be one who I'd see my mates always get me for a cuddle I'm always now very I, I, you know what I mean I don't really do that anymore it's, it's, it's an odd feeling and it's an odd change um you know, some of the things that I've had is, you know, sweating uncontrollably on a night time with nerves and feeling like you're going to be sick, you know, um, headaches, because I just think you just overthink everything. My feelings and my emotions just felt like there was such a scramble at one point. I just felt like I had no control over anything. Um... And it, yeah, it, it's just such a, it's such an overwhelming feeling, you know. Um, and I, I suppose, for me, it was, it was the things that it's almost stopped me from doing, that affected me the most. Um, it affected the way that I thought about. Um, like football training and it affected the way that I felt about being outside in public and you know I've almost got used to being in my own house in my own garden that I feel like I'm protected in that environment you know if I'm in that environment and I'm on my own uh, not my, my with my family and only people that I think yeah, I feel safe I feel like I'm not going to catch anything like covid you know, the one thing I will say is obviously we're at the, at the moment, what are we on? 5th of April, they're opening back up the UK in on the 12th. And part of me is excited. Part of me is excited that, you know, people get to go back to normal. But part of me is so scared. And I think part of me is so scared because of the health implications that that might bring. And also, I kind of think to myself, it, it's like, 
what if I was to get COVID, but then I was to pass it on to my mum or my dad, or my wife, or my children. You know, and I, I say this this is the thing where it affects that side of things as well. Yeah, you, you, if you're a catastrophic thinker like me, it has a massive implication on on how you process things. Um. So yeah, those are some of the um the emotions, the physical feelings, um that I especially went through and still going through I do feel like the last week or so I have maybe relapsed a little um, with my health anxiety things have just escalated slightly but I do feel like I'm slowly starting to rein them back in um, with the CBT exercises that I learnt um, but yeah the thing is that I think I've learnt with health anxiety is that like with anything, half the time, the bad things that you think are going to happen, don't happen. Um, you can think there's a possibility that you got cancer all the time you want. Think there's a possibility you got a problem with your heart. You're never going to know. And nine times out of them ten, them things, you know, if they're going to happen, they're going to happen. Um, but I think the one thing that I need to do a lot more is just let go of things and the this would be the advice i'd give to myself back then is you need to kind of just learn to ride the storm you know there's there's at times where i feel like i've just been drowning in that storm and i ain't got a way out and you kind of almost feel like you lose yourself a little and each time that storm comes, it washes away another little part of you. My thing it would be now is just to ride the storm. Ride it out. Because yeah, it's rough. And yeah, it is tough. It is really tough. And there's times where you maybe feel like, I don't know if I'm going to get to the other side of this storm. In one bit. Because you feel like it's just tearing you apart. But you will. It just takes time. And it takes, you know, time to talk to people as well. Share how you're feeling. It's amazing how many people go through stuff that you don't even realise. So that is the conclusion of part two. Um, in part three, um, I'm going to start looking at what my recovery has been like. The effect that CBT had on me and just the advice I'd give to people going forward um, very similar to what I've just said but I'll probably touch on that a little bit more in the next podcast so thank you very much yet again for joining me and I'll see you in part three thank you very much